Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is April 7th, and we'll talk about an organism that will be the only time you don't want to be kissed by a rose. Sporothrix shankii is a dimorphic fungi that as a mold looks like a cigar-shaped branching hyphae with rosettes of conidia. It is found worldwide and grows in soil, near and on vegetation. Typically what happens is some sort of traumatic wound breaks the skin layers and the fungal spores enter the wound. This is why it's called rose gardener's disease, because when people who keep roses are trimming their rose bushes or fertilizing, they are messing around in the soil, and roses have thorns which go stabby-stab, and the spores go floaty-float and go into the wound. Once inside the wound, the immune system will attempt to control the organism by creating a granuloma in the area, causing a small, painless nodule in the skin to form. Over time, this nodule will ulcerate and may be pustular, but it will not produce purulent drainage or smell bad like a bacterial infection does. If it disseminates, it will travel up the lymphatics, causing the formation of granuloma nodules along this path. This causes an ascending lymphangitis where the path of nodules form in this area. There are rare manifestations of this disease, including pulmonary sporotrichosis, which mim mimics tuberculosis, osteoauricular sporotrichosis, which causes a swollen, painful joint with reduced range of motion, typically in the knees, wrists, larger joints. It can cause a fungal meningitis if it spreads to the CSF. That can cause a headache that lasts for months. Diagnosis is typically by culturing the organism on Saperon's auger, but like nearly all cutaneous fungi, it will fluoresce with the wood lamp. Treatment of the cutaneous form can be with potassium iodide, but this can cause problems with the thyroid, so that should be watched. It can also be treated with itraconazole. And now it's time for some Bacillus Serious Chats. Joining me today for this special segment is the queen of education, the empress who does not need to impress, the mother of those named Jillian Bradley, Gail Gerald. Okay, I don't think the other things are true, but I'll take the mother of Jillian Bradley, so... <laughs> And what symptoms did you experience? Um, initially, it, I, I felt the prick on my finger, but nothing for several hours. And then my finger started to swell. Uh, it swelled to about twice the size. Uh, the prick happened at my knuckle um, on my ring finger of my left hand. So what exactly happened that day? Um, I was cleaning out some some of my planters. Um, it, it, this was in April, um, so I was getting ready for um, the spring planting. Uh, so I was cleaning out the planter that had a sago palm in it, and when I reached in to uh, pull out all the stuff that had grown over the winter uh, in that planter, the thorn from the sago palm pierced 
my finger had the knuckle on my ring finger of my left hand. Um, and it really, it was just a stick and I didn't really think anything else about it. And uh, later that night, my finger had swollen to twice its size and was very, very sensitive to the touch. And it was very, very, very painful. Goodness. And did you seek medical help? Well, yes, Jill, I did. I went to the um, prompt care the next day because I was concerned about the fact that this there was some swelling still there and the fact that it was still painful. So um, I went to prompt care and saw a, a doctor there that initially was, I, I think, not confused is not the right word, but just baffled as to what uh, was going on herself. And so she and I talked uh, and about what I had done uh, prior to my finger swelling. And I, I mentioned something about working in my roses and working in the yard. And she, um, she said, oh, and she left the room and came back with uh, a black light device, which I'm sure you all know what that is. Um, but she shined that a light onto my finger and was able to see um, the point where the, the thorn had uh, um, stuck my finger. And she was very, very excited about the fact that she could see that. Um, and I... I would have shared her excitement, except I was in pain. <laughs> um, the, for those of you following along, the doctor was able to catch on to the fact that she said rose gardeners. Um, and so she that's when she suspected sporothic shankii. She went and got a wood lamp, which is a modified UV device that we use to see the fluorescence of fungal organisms, particularly cutaneous fungal organisms. Um, and she was able to see that. So was she able to prescribe you any medications at the time? Um, she didn't give me anything at the time, told me to, you know, just clean it uh, really well. But she did uh, refer me to another doctor um, who uh, she at the time said was a hand specialist. But um, in reality, he was a plastic surgeon uh, here in the area. And um, he was very helpful and immediately knew what to do when um, I, I talked with him and he prescribed uh, an antifungal, which uh, I ended up having to take for three months. But it, I, apparently it was a low dose of the antifungal that just had to get into, in my system and uh, keep working for those three months to clear it up. And this was a pill that you took? Yes, it was a pill. How long did it take for the pain to resolve? Um, it really was somewhat better by the next day when I went uh, to prompt care. Um, it, but it took a, a few days after I started the, um, the medication for it to really resolve completely. And do you have any remaining symptoms? Um, I, I, think that I do, in fact, have some limited um, movement of my finger. 
uh, now. Uh, I am a musician. And because of that, I have to make sure that my fingers move uh, as fast as they can. And I'm sure with age, some of that is a natural slowing down of um, how my fingers move. But I can tell a difference. My finger seems to um, catch. I don't know if that's the right word, but it, 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 it doesn't move as smoothly as it should. So I think that's a result from... Um, possibly having the fungal infection in the joint. Well, thank you so much. I am so sorry that you had to suffer through this traumatic experience, but we greatly appreciate you coming on to talk to us about it. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry that your students have to suffer. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Thank you for having me and good luck to everyone. (laughs) Uh, There you have it the exclusive interview of the traumatic story of Gail Gerald and the Rose Gardener's disease. Thank you for tuning in. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, and it would be a big help for us if you could submit a review. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.